Hello and welcome to the Kick in the Creatives podcast, hosted by myself, Sandra Busby, and my fellow creative, Tara Roskell, offering you interviews, inspiration, motivation, and a gentle prod in the right direction. And for lots more information, challenges, and other useful tools to help you get creating, you can go to www.kickinthecreatives.com. And of course, this is where you can also find today's show notes. Enjoy the show. So welcome to today's show. And today, Tara and I are going to be chatting about some fun things that you could do with a creative friend. Um, But before we get onto that topic, as always, we want to thank everyone who's been sharing their work with us on social media this month. And it's been another really busy month. And of course, so many people have been joining in with um, Inktober, and that is a challenge hosted by Jake Parker. And um, by the way, if anyone's interested in how that challenge came about, you might be interested to go back to episode 18, um, where we had a really interesting chat with Jake. And he's such a lovely guy. It's really well worth listening, I think. There's certainly more to Jake than Inktober. Anyway, meanwhile, lots of you have also been joining in with our own challenges. Creeptober proved to be uh, particularly popular. And this is the challenge where you had to draw something creepy every day throughout the month. And um, also we had some really clever poems for the October Poet Challenge. We had John Monroe, who is a natural when it comes to poetry. And I know that he's going to be publishing his own book very soon. So we're rooting for him to do great things with that. And also Cheryl Martin, uh, she's another one who writes some lovely poems. So I've been really enjoying those as well. Um, Who else? Karen Thornton. She's been doing some really lovely drawings for the Creeptober Challenge. And I just love her lively line work um have you seen those tara was it her that who did the cat was that her that did the cat yeah i think she was yeah. she's done a cat and she's done like a witch and she does all these sort of really lively sort of scribbly lines but they're they're brilliant it really looks energetic but it's just so difficult isn't it to pick people out because there's just so many now to choose from so it's really hard what what caught your eye well i've loved stacy wilder she's been doing some fantastic animals i think it's a llama i saw she's been loads but they're so nice i think they're for inktober she's been doing those mm. and then we've got eva Falkwall simpson i hope i've got that right she's been doing drawings again for inktober but fitting them in with the inktober prompts so she's been drawing herself but a bit like gabriella pop did but combining them with you know a prompt as well they are really fun mm. Um, and Sue Watson, she's been doing ink drawings for Inktober. She's been doing ones in sort of a square shape. I don't know if you've seen them. There's one of a lizard yes. that I loved. And a hedgehog. I think it's a hedgehog she did as well. Yeah, right. that was yesterday, wasn't it? I love that. Yeah. That was so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what is new with you? Well, um, it was, well, this is a bit non-arty in a way, but it was recently my 20th wedding anniversary and uh, Paul surprised me with a weekend away in Bath, which was so, oh, you might not know this, but I don't know if I've ever told you this, but a few years ago, um, I rode a bike from um, John O'Groats to Land's End. Did you know that? Well, you told me this, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Did anyone else know that? And uh, anyway, when I finished the ride, I promised myself two things. First of all, I would never get on a bike again. And secondly, that one day I would definitely return to Bath because, oh, it was just so beautiful. Definitely not somewhere to be on a bike, though, because it's so hilly. It really is. But I just wanted to get off and explore. But of course, we couldn't do that at the time because we were on like a deadline. Um, But anyway, uh, Paul took me back there for our anniversary um, last weekend. And 
do you know, I didn't have any time to sketch. I really genuinely didn't because we did so much and, uh, you know, we just, we, I just didn't have the chance. But if you love sketching buildings, then it's the place to go. It's, it's almost like being like in another country, I think. Mind, mind you, it was built by the Romans, I suppose. That might explain it. <laughs> well, you, you posted photos, didn't you, on Facebook? I, I did. You I should did. have put some on our um, Instagram story. Why not put a few on there? I could do, actually. Honestly, if you ever get the chance to go, you won't be disappointed. It's kind of all sandstone, you know, those kind of beautiful sort of yellowy kind of buildings. Um, it reminded me a bit of Oxford, you know, the old part of Oxford. But it, the whole, rather, the thing with Oxford, Oxford's a amazing old place with beautiful buildings um, inside a very busy modern place whereas what I loved about Bath is it's it's a small city um, which is all stunning and old and beautiful and it's right in the middle of the countryside so every time you look around you've got these these beautiful buildings with this backdrop of valleys and hills beyond it it's just oh it I, I just can't wait to go back. I, I could live there. I, I thought it was absolutely that lovely. And we went to the Roman baths. That was just amazing. I just wanted to get in, though, but you're not allowed, so oh. never mind, never mind. But in um in more arty news, I should get on to arty stuff, I've almost finished my latest painting, which is um, a hand holding a glass of whiskey. I told you there was body parts involved in this one, didn't I? Yeah, did, so yeah. yeah I'm really relieved to um get this one done although it's not quite done but um I've got an exhibition coming up and the opening night is on the 1st of November so it's got to be dry for that and um and where is be- the exhibition just in case anybody wants to come oh it's in some swanky gallery in London no it's not really <laughs> <laughs> no to be honest I'm really not an exhibition kind of girl this this um this you're is, not um, going to tell anybody are you because you're scared even when it's going to turn up <laughs> i'm not sure what scares me the most no one turning up on the opening night or someone turning up <laughs> <laughs> i've not i've no idea what i'm more scared of but basically there's a a place local to me and it's um he he specializes in framing like sports um signed sports shirts and like sporty memorabilia and it's called it's like he does anything to do with famous people, really. Um, but what he does is, is he's a, basically a framer as well. And what he does is every month he um, he hangs a different artist's work on the on his walls for a month. And um, but what he does is he asks you to have an open evening so that people sort of discover his shop more. And um, obviously, then he just takes a small percentage of um, whatever sells. So it's I'm doing it with a friend of mine um, who's also an artist. We're doing it together. Um, I've got a feeling there's going to be a lot of people turning up, though, because the friend I'm doing it with she's invited hundreds of people God. <laughs> and I'm like do you know I find it so easy to make a post online and stick a painting up on my website and then somebody buys it and it's great but I find the idea of actually saying to people come along and see my work is so oh it's just cringeworthy uncomfortable but I suppose it's one of those things we've got to do isn't it as artists we have to get over that and <clears throat> to be honest, I've been a bit stressed about it. I've even had a couple of nightmares recently. Oh, God. I knew yeah, you hadn't I had. slept. I didn't know you had a nightmares. I had a couple of nightmares. It's really strange. <laughs> I had one nightmare where um, I've got a painting. It's a painting of a martini glass with some olives in it. Yes. Yeah. And it, it won an award. And um, 
actually um, a friend of a, a friend of my parents actually bought the painting. So anyway, because the exhibition is um, has an open evening, what the guy said is, if you've got any other things that are framed well that aren't for sale that you just want to show, then feel free to put those up as well, just for the opening night. So I thought, oh, that's quite a good idea actually, because you know they're really they're framed, and it's always lovely when a, a painting's framed, isn't it? So I I, I dreamt that I'd asked. Um, these people if I could just borrow back that painting for one evening and they said yeah yeah no problem no problem but they gave it to my mum to give to me and when mum handed it over I realised that it was all just like a ghostly figure of painting where the painting had faded so much that I could, couldn't even see it and I was thinking <laughs> how, how could you possibly be happy with this painting which is bizarre because it's an oil painting it will last probably longer than I will live do you know what I mean but it's it's one of those things that I think that's it's bringing out all these anx- anxieties in me yeah. which is really strange but um quite honestly what? I just want the open evening to be over with and then I'll be fine do you know what's weird though um because I'd be exact I'd hate it I'd be exactly the same as you but yeah. you're quite prepared to be on video in the bath yeah <laughs> that's completely not embarrassing at all but standing in front of your work with a load of people around you with a glass of wine that's excruciating oh, i think i'm gonna need more than a glass of wine yeah. <laughs> yeah that is and it's really strange because you know when when people see my my work they're always just like oh wow it's, it's lovely but i don't know it's really it's just really odd isn't it it's like it's like taking a compliment i suppose i mean it's it's lovely but at the same time you kind of feel like it's oh my goodness oh my goodness you know what I mean and then you wonder if they're telling the truth yeah yeah (laughs) you know it's it's one of the reasons I hate graphics you know it's um you're constantly putting yourself out for judgment Mm. Uh, but it's judgment whereas when you put your work online say for example like you were saying and you just sell it if someone hates it which they probably yeah. wouldn't but you know I mean, you don't get to know about it unless you get some horrible troll sort of person yeah you only get to hear the positive if someone likes it yeah whereas like an exhibition not not that anyone would say anything horrible but you there's a possibility you could overhear something isn't there yeah it's it's just tricky i i know that or see someone's face i guess and you know yeah I mean, I've always sort of thought one day I'd love to do a solo exhibition one day. But, I mean, my problem's always been building up a body of work because obviously, you know, things sell and it's like there's, it's bittersweet because part of me's like, oh, that's brilliant, it's sold. And the other part of me's like, oh, it's another one less towards a, an exhibition someday. So, yeah. but you, I, I just don't want to turn down the sale because I just don't. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, it's something one day I hope that I will do. But at the moment, I've got to get past this little hurdle of just doing it in a small place in my local town with a friend. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be fine as soon as you get uh, yeah. to that night. Yeah. I should think as soon as you get there, it'll be a lot of people you know, won't it? Because you'll have, you'll have your family there, I assume. Yeah, yeah, they'll be there. Yeah. They'll be there. No, it'd be nice. And actually, somebody has contacted me from, because we put the, I put the event up on online and uh, somebody that I've been in touch with only online for um, a few years now. Actually, I always thought she was from America because nearly all the artists I, I chat to are from America or Australia. Or, and I just assumed she was from across the pond, but it turns out she's actually only up the road in, in Kent. So uh, she's, she contact me and said yes I'm coming I'll oh, be there so, so I said I said put a rose in your mouth because her um her 
picture, her profile picture, is is one of her little illustrations. She does illustrations. So I don't know what she looks like, but that was part of me was like, oh, it's going to be so nice to meet you. And the other part of me was like, terrified. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what it's like, don't you? Yeah, I do. You know what it's like. But it'll be fun. It'll be fun. If I was near, I'd come along, but it'd take me forever. Yeah, it'd take me about four hours to get here, wouldn't it? (laughs) Anyway, what is new with you? Well, my, I haven't got anything really. It's really boring. Oh. All I've been doing is a bit of urban sketching because I've, uh, I'm trying to think where I've That's I not did. boring. Yeah, no, but I haven't done it in a big way. Like, I haven't been to any, um, you know, any groups or anything. I've, me and Kevin went out for a breakfast in this big pub near us. And I don't know if I've told you this already. I sketched in there. And then we went around for a family dinner round, you know, with his family. Yeah. And they were, well, three of them were playing crib. Because Kevin, Kevin loves playing crib, you know, the card game crib. Yeah. Um, so they were totally not taking any notice of me. And then there was a couple of other people that were sitting on the sofa, also not taking any notice of me. So I was just drawing and nobody, because they were so engrossed, nobody asked me what they looked like afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so because, you know, when you're drawing, especially when you're drawing people, you know, and yeah. And they're moving and stuff and you don't want to be insulting as well. You know, when you, you draw someone, do you? And it's like, oh, please don't look at them. And luckily they didn't, so I could just shut my sketchbook, put it in my bag, and that was it, which was really good. Yeah, because I do think people who don't sketch or draw or anything like that, when they see someone drawing them on a train or whatever, if they look, if they went over, they'd assume that they were going to see a, a, an identical portrait of them yeah. <laughs> exquisitely drawn. It's just not how it is. You're using that person, aren't you, as an inspiration because that's all you have time to do when they're moving around, isn't it? You can't yeah, really do it. Yeah, it doesn't a... look like them. And these, no. I, mean, I did post them on our story, but then I, I am getting quite frustrated and I'm sure everybody gets like this because I'm just not improving at the rate I want to. It's like everything, isn't it? And I'm sure they'll come to a point when I'll suddenly make this blip, you know, when I go up again. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's a plateau, isn't it? Yeah. Because I've done that before where I've kind of thought, right, okay, I'm not, okay, I've been here for a long time and I need to, but I think it it comes down to experimenting, which you're really good at, just pushing yourself to do something more and do something new, which you did at, you do that quite often when we go sketching, you'll be like, right, today I'm going to do buildings and today I'm going to do, I'm much more like, no, I'm comfortable drawing people. <laughs> yeah, but in, in some ways sticking to the same thing would be better because if I stuck to drawing with pen and ink, drawing a person, I'd probably get better at drawing a person in pen and ink. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's don't hard, know, but, isn't it? Yeah, it's just frustrating because I look at mm. them and I think, well, if I look back, maybe three or four months, you know, when we've been on other trip, they don't look any better than then. And that's just I don't frustrating know. I, I, me. Do you know, you did a sketch of a man on a train on the way to our last sketching trip, and I loved that. Uh, I, that was one of your best, I think. I really, really loved it. But everyone likes different stuff, don't they? I yeah. just loved it. So I just um, found that a bit dull. Did you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's... You know, it is what it is. I mean, I, I've yeah. been doing a lot of um, sketching, haven't I, on our trips with just black and, well, just black ink yeah, um, and some water. But I think I've, I've been doing that long enough now. I can practically do it with my eyes shut, but maybe, and that's why I'm thinking, right, now I'm going to start, you know, splashing some colour around, which I always say, don't I? Yeah, you do. <laughs> I did use some intense pencils last time, but oh. this time I'm going to bring my watercolours along. Cause did you get gonna... a stool? Did you get a stool? No, I didn't get a stall because I've just recently bought a whole selection of new pens and I thought, Do you know what, I can't keep 
just buying stuff. So yeah. I put it in my Amazon wish list because I've got one of those. So if any of my my family or like, um, yeah, but just get one for Christmas. Know what I want. But, yeah, yeah, they're like they'll go on my wish list and then something will disappear. It's like, ooh, who's bought yeah. me that? Yeah, what we're talking so. about, by the way, is um, a fold-up stool for sketching. And we've actually got a video coming up. It's going to go up this Sunday, actually. So when this podcast is out, it'll be up. Just looking at different types of seating for when you're out sketching, sort of lightweight stuff that's really portable. And, so, and yeah. yeah, I thought your one was fantastic. And actually, it's funny you should say this, because only yesterday, I can't remember what TV program it was. It was an advert. Well, I don't know what it was, but there was some, it was a trolley. Um, you know those trolleys that it used to be just for old ladies that used to oh, pull yes. them around yeah. on wheels? Well, this trolley was like one of those, but it had a built-in seat. So it was almost like a trolley, but the handle was the back of a deck chair. So you kind of pulled it out oh, and you cool. had your stuff behind you and then you could sit in the chair. I thought, that's awesome. <laughs> so that would be great for someone who was real properly into urban sketching, had all the kit and was going yeah. out like all week doing it. I think that would be fantastic. But obviously... Yeah. You know, from our point of view, we're just sort of... Yeah, not so good in London, is it? If you're tra- traipsing around London. But that'd be great if you were like in... Like Brighton, it wouldn't be bad, would it? Something like that. Yeah, so you could no. Along. Yeah. Anyway, I also just wanted to quickly let you know about Kofi, which is a place where you can now support us by buying us a coffee. Um, it's spelled ko-fi.com, but you can find it on our website in the sidebar. And I think it's like, you know spend three quid and buy us a coffee and we said um that we'd like to make coffee moustaches didn't we yeah we said anybody who now um buys us a coffee we will photograph us drinking our coffee with a frothy moustache and post it as a thank you <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to get a frother <laughs> just use, use shaving foam <laughs> that's a good idea yeah nobody will know um and we wanted to thank um the most recent supporters uh we've got an anonymous one so thank you very much we kind of do know who you are because we could see your paypal but we know you don't want to read us to read it out so uh, if you anyway. say you're anonymous we'll assume that you're not yeah. happy for us to say your name so but, but, but thank you very much and also we want to give a big thank you to t jason williams on instagram thank you so much jason thank you really 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 can't thank you enough yeah should i say should i say more really no, i think that's enough anyway okay. what are we talking about today sandra anyway. oh yeah today we are talking about fun things you can do with a creative friend and i think tara we're what? experts on this now don't you yeah i think we are yeah and i think art it can be quite a solitary thing can't it um, but it needn't always be that way particularly now that we've got the internet do you know tara i've, I've often wondered what? i don't know if you agree with me deep and dark secret no <laughs> <laughs> no but you know because when you look back at people do say oh art is a solitary thing isn't it? it's lonely and you know you're isolated and yeah and i've often wondered if van gogh would ever have cut his own ear off if he'd had the internet. I think he'd have cut his own ear off if you were ringing him every day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks! <laughs> but, but he was he was the epitome, wasn't he, of the, of the tortured artist. And yes. I reckon all he needed was an arty friend to have some fun with and I reckon everything would have been a whole lot different for him. To go out urban sketching with. Yeah, and to send, to send in presents and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just someone to, you know, chat yeah. to. Yeah. So look, I've been thinking about cutting my ear off. Yeah, you know, I need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> 
so anyway, basically, more than ever before, I think we can now create um, with with other people, connect with other creative people, and find fun things to do together. And um, and I just think it's a shame he couldn't. But these days, you can do that without even have to meet that person because of the internet you know which is much nicer even <laughs> isn't it <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know because then there's no escape literally is yeah. there? yeah but um if you're lucky enough to have a creative friend who lives nearby one idea is to share your creative space together or your studio if you're lucky enough to have one um the friend i was talking about earlier who i'm doing the exhibition with she has actually been painting in my studio for a couple of days a week just recently because she hasn't got an ideal space at home um, to do the kind of painting she's doing because she's painting quite large. She's got two young children as well. Um, but I've got to say, it's been actually really nice just having a bit of company for for a change. And I think a couple of days a week is about right because I do find, you know, I do need to focus um, at you times. You don't and... say that she's getting on your nerves on the podcast, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, she's definitely not getting on my nerves. And the thing is, because she tends to be in there when I'm actually working, doing my day job. So it's just nice to have her sort of in the background. Uh, but a couple of times we've actually painted, um, she's been painting and I've been painting. It's, it's been really nice just having a little bit of, I don't know, it's just knowing someone's there. But sometimes I do need to be on my own and I do need to focus. There's no doubt about that. So um, a couple of days is, is about right. But yeah, it's been quite uplifting having someone around. So that's that's one thing you could do if you've got someone who kind of lives nearby. What about you? Do you prefer I, I think I would hate that. <laughs> because, oh, do you? Yeah, I do not think I would be good. Um, it'd be all right if I came around for a couple of hours. Yeah. But then I think I'd need my space back to myself. Me and Kevin, when we had our old house, before, before we live where we do now, our first house, uh, we had a little box room. And we mm. decided that we'd keep, because we've got three bedrooms, we had our room, spare room, and then we decided we'd make this both of our studies. So I had a computer in like one side of it, and Kevin had, I don't know if he had a little computer or his games, or, you know, his TV, and he just used to drive me nuts, because he used to be wanting to play his PlayStation games. Oh, I couldn't and you could cope hear with that. it, and I'd be trying to, you know, I'd be doing, mucking about on my computer, or he'd want music on, and I wouldn't. Oh. <laughs> just like... We're going but to get what... a divorce and we're not even married. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what if, um, so what if he was like an artist though and he was just wanting to do something similar that you do and... I, no, I think, yeah, we'd probably get on a right like that, but I don't think I'd still want to be with anybody um, all the time. Oh, no, not all the time. No. Um, but yeah, we'd probably... I, I, I couldn't do it all week because I, I know that there are times when I just have to focus and I need that time on without having to worry about anything else yeah um but yeah but you you prefer sketching outdoors with other people don't you well yeah i really like doing the quick sketches i've started doing again for our like instagram and stuff i really yeah. like doing that and again you can't talk to him when you're doing those because it's just no no time to think is that sort of thing no so, not really yeah and like i can just imagine if me and you had we wouldn't get anything done would be because he wouldn't stop talking <laughs> <laughs> But but we do we do love our sketching trips definitely and and that I really like I much prefer to do that with someone else like you know go out with you or be with Kevin or something like that and of course when you're on sketching trips you can also something else with creative friends is buy them ridiculous presents can't you <laughs> yeah so like I don't know if which I one are we this. talking about oh, well there's been two hasn't there that you've got me um 
And you'll be pleased to hear I've got you a lovely present for this time. Oh! Yes, something to look forward to. Um, How exciting. Yes. So Sandra's brought me John Bergerman knickers. (laughs) And also this time I had a hairy belly bag. Yeah, I thought it would be really good for your pencils, keep your pencils in. Yeah, it was just like, I I did post that on our story as well. So if you want to see all these stupid things, they'll be on our story. You've forgotten one. What? Well, I bought you a lovely bag of um, of Sherlock, my oh, Labrador's dog hair. hair. Yeah, I did. I, I gave that one back. I gave it to you because I thought that you could make something really creative out of it with goggly eyes. I've got plenty of dog hair, to be honest, at the moment. <laughs> God, it's falling out in clumps. I don't need any more. <laughs> oh, Sherlock's actually slowed down a bit now because oh, the weather's he? obviously cooled down. So instead of being able to make a whole new dog every day out of what I sweep up, I can probably make a guinea pig. So oh. it's not so bad. It's not no, so it's bad. Horrible. Yeah, it's great. But yes, isn't it? you'll be looking forward to your present. But you can't wait. I cannot wait. Who? <laughs> But if you don't have a creative friend in like in your immediate circle that you can actually physically see or, or do things with, you know, you can probably find one nearby by asking on your um, local town's Facebook page. You know, I think art is, is quite a niche thing, isn't it? And it's not something that like everyone does or lots of people around us do even. So quite often we don't, you know, have anyone else to really share it with. And, you know, if you if you post on your local town's Facebook page that you're looking for someone who shares an interest in creating art or sketching or whatever it is you do, then you're, I think you can, you're likely to get a few responses, I think, from other artists who also don't know anyone else who does the same thing. And I think that's a really good way to make new connections and you've done this haven't you Tara uh, yeah I mentioned this about. last time I think that mm. <clears throat> I've tried to set up groups to be honest it's not been that successful because I haven't had that many people and I do mm. wonder if instead of setting up a group like I was trying to do you know get a few people out I should have just said look does anybody fancy coming out sketch you know a bit more casual maybe I should have said anyone fancy coming out sketching this weekend yeah, well, I think that's more what I mean, really. Yeah. I'm not talking about setting up a group, but some, you know, if you want to find somebody that that maybe has that does want to learn to sketch or come out and sketch with someone or an experienced artist, even that just wants company from time to time, you know, it's a good idea to sort of say, look, I'm an artist. I, I live in this area. I'm looking for somebody who who has similar interests. Um, <laughs> like a dating agency. <laughs> <laughs> single white female uh no who's who's interested in the odd sketching trip here and there or a visit to a local galleries or, or something like that you know yeah that, yeah. that does sound a bit <laughs> does, yeah. e-harmony yeah <laughs> but anyway what you were saying about these sketch meetups you know yeah. i had a meetup as well like the actual site meetup well i decided yeah. to cancel that but it's still still ongoing at the moment but mm. i got an interesting email there the other day I got an email from an assistant manager at a restaurant um or cafe kind of restaurant that's about probably 15 miles away and he was interested he said would you like to bring your group along to our restaurant you know we'd love I guess he's trying to bring in new people and if he's got someone sketching it creates interest doesn't it yeah so I said well to be honest I haven't got many people but try the you know I've now become an admin of yeah. the other there's a northampton urban sketches group and i've become an admin of there so i said contact them the person who runs that and it looks like she seemed quite interested because i saw the message um so hopefully i might be able to go along to that one because that won't be too far away for me yeah oh, brilliant. which would be good yeah yeah 
And I was going to go to, there's a Leicester Urban Sketches. There's so many of these uh, Urban Sketches groups. If you want to go to something like that, have a look on Facebook because there's Urban Sketches groups all around the world. And I was going to go to one in Leicester. So you're talking about like official ones? Yeah, because I think, because the Northampton one is an official one. I think Mm. you have to have so many members and have been going for so long and then you can become an official Urban Sketches group. Oh, right. So yeah, you might even have one near you. Mm, I don't know. No, I, don't I bet know. one of the nearest cities to you. I, I wouldn't mind betting Brighton might have one. Yeah, I bet even I nearer. Look. Do you reckon? Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. But um, well, I don't know what's really nearer. I mean, God, it would. Anything nearer is really small towns, really. Oh, is it? But like, Northampton's not that big, to be honest. No, no, it's not a city. It's only a town. Yeah. So you, yeah. you might be lucky. But yeah, definitely have a look on Facebook and search for, you know, the nearest big town or city near you. Mm. And um, as well, if you don't have a creative friend nearby, what about setting up a virtual ske- sketching trip? Now, you could, you could even just sketch together. So literally, you could sit with Facebook Live, not Facebook Live. What's the one? Uh, what's it called? You know, just where you have a camera and both of you can sit in front of the FaceTime? That- that's the isn't that FaceTime is the Apple one, whatever. Yeah, the, but you want the you wanted to be able to do it, so it's it yeah. doesn't cost you anything though, don't you? Yeah, but Facebook's got like Facebook Messenger. Yeah, you can do video that's as what well, you mean. can't you? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you could just sit and, and WhatsApp. Sketch. You can do virtual WhatsApping. Yeah, you can do like FaceTime on WhatsApp. And as long as you're both in internet area, then it should be free. But you could do it just at home, even if you just wanted Mm. to sketch and chat. Or we keep meaning to try a virtual sketching trip, don't we? Where we go out, one of us goes, oh, we both go out. And then we try and somehow yeah google hangout or something yeah and we were looking into this and there's different ways we could possibly do it but we haven't tested them out but we will let you know but a few of the possible ideas are like we just said facetime or facebook video chat google Hangouts, zoom there's another program called zoom and for 45 minutes or 40 minutes you can get that free and you can have multiple people on that um and also We've set up a, Facebook has got this other app called Workplace. And obviously, like its name, it's meant to be for you know businesses and organizations. But basically, what it is, is like a mini Facebook just for those certain people. So me and Sandra have got one just for us, haven't we? And it's yeah. just for, we just share files and stuff to do with kicking the creatives. Yeah. But you can also video chat through that. So you could have a small group, you know, three or four, however many people, and you might be able to do the video thing through that. Again, we haven't tested it yet, but we'll let you know. It's no good if you're shy, though, because I remember the first time, you, did you accidentally FaceTime me? <laughs> and I remember we'd never met, and I remember you just suddenly dived under your desk. Yeah. <laughs> come up on my screen and the next thing she was on the floor under her desk going oh no I haven't brushed my hair yeah ironically <laughs> so with someone who makes videos like you being really yeah. worried about the thing there's me ducking <laughs> and yet we make videos all the time I know I know it's amazing yeah. isn't it how things have changed yeah. <laughs> but the great thing I think about like sketching out and about with a friend is that you can sketch each other so for example Tara you sketched me didn't you in the V&A museum yeah and um, you sketched while- me with a baggy chin <laughs> yeah but uh, uh, yeah but you were you moving. could have been kinder there couldn't you 
<laughs> yeah, I'll bring a rubber next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, what uh, you sketched me while I was driving one uh, driving while I was sketching one of the statues. I remember that because um, I didn't know you were drawing me, but you just were because presumably you knew I wasn't going to move. Yeah, neither um, forever. So if I was finding it difficult to find a statue that was still enough, <laughs> I could easily say to you don't move just carry on what you're doing until I finish drawing you so that can work really well as long as your friend doesn't offend easily like Tara <laughs> <laughs> or if you live near each other you know you could even pose for each other in your studio spaces so um, maybe you want to practice your portrait skills um, you could perhaps ask your friend over and say you know, can you sit for me and then, you know, I'll do the same for you. Maybe they want to practice their life drawing skills. Yeah. <laughs> you, both, you both have a model at the ready. <laughs> well, I was actually thinking, you know, we were talking about the virtual thing and like yeah. FaceTime all that. But you could mm. do that per- per- permanently. You could do that <laughs> as well because you could sit there. The only problem is you'd both be looking down at certain points. But again, that would get you used to people moving, oh, yeah. wouldn't it? You could draw yeah. each other. Definitely. Oh, we could try that and draw each other. Oh, God, that'd be funny. Would, yeah. wouldn't it? But you, but you literally... Make, oh, make a video of that. Oh, that'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't even have to have a creative friend for that in a way. If you wanted to say to someone, you know, I need to practice portraits, even a family friend or um, like a mem- family member can be your model, can't they? But <laughs> the thing is, they even, might not even, be... Even as... a member can be your model. <laughs> <laughs> But they might not be quite as patient as someone who understands what you're actually trying to achieve, what you're trying to do. So creative friends are much more understanding, I think. Yeah, I guess unless you get someone and get them to read a book or something while you're drawing. Yeah, that's good. It gives them an excuse to just sit and do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the problem with that is obviously if you, when you're trying to learn, um, you you almost want to say to that person, come round, have a coffee, have a, an hour to just sit doing nothing and read a book, but I can't show you afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you do. That is that is the real, real downer about things like that. Because yeah. especially if you know the person, you don't want to offend them, do you? Of course not, no. And no. you could either offend them by drawing them really well and they look like they do look, in which case they're offended, or, <laughs> or you can make, you know, draw them really badly and they don't like mm. it. Either way, mm. you, you can't win, can you? No, no. But you could also go to a creative event like a gallery or something together. We've never done this, have we, apart from the V&A? No, I mean, there are so many galleries we could go to, actually, when we do our London trips. Um, there's loads, but... We're so um, wanting to get lots of sketching in, I suppose, aren't we? And um, I suppose going in a gallery... Defeats the object. It kind yeah. of does, because what you're doing is you're then... I think going in a local gallery, like some, you know, the ones that are shops kind of thing, where you yeah. can go in and have a nose around, and you can be in there for 10 minutes or so, brilliant. But I think if we went into a proper big gallery, then really we're, instead of doing it ourselves we're looking at other people who have done it themselves and so yeah it's a kind of it's a different trip isn't it really it is a different trip but yeah I mean gosh if we when we were in Brighton if we'd have actually we did we did go into a couple of galleries in in Brighton yeah just little ones and that's fine because it's 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 10-15 minutes of having a look around and getting inspired and feeling even more creative because you've what you've looked at other things but yeah I do think it's um it's very easy. It's a bit like anything, isn't it? It's like if you, you can read all the books in the world about sketching and that you're just reading about it, though. It's better to do it as you do it. Yeah, you know? definitely. So, yeah, yeah gallery, I like you say, I think that is a, a different trip. But, you know, you could 
do what my friend and I are doing and do a joint exhibition. So I've never done a solo exhibition, like I said before, it would scare the gajibis out of me. But somehow sort of doing it with someone else does take the pressure off, even though I'm still having nightmares. <laughs> but at least you're both responsible for making it work. You know, you've got someone else sharing the load, sharing the fear, sharing the expense too, because obviously, you know, you need to provide a few nibbles and a glass of fizz for the people who are supportive enough to show up. And it's funny because I said to... Um, I said to uh, my brother-in-law, I've got this exhibition coming, you know, coming up, if you fancy coming along. And he texted me and said, will there be nibbles and alcohol? And I said, well, there will be. Don't quite know how much, but there will be. Certainly a glass of fizz. And um, I said, but we can always pop along to the pub afterwards. And he said, OK, what time does it finish? I said, nine o'clock. He said, see you at 8.55. Oh, <laughs> so mean. I know. I know he's joking, though. I know he's joking. Um, but, yeah, I'm hoping that, like I said before, once I've done it enough, I'll be a bit more relaxed about it. But, yeah, that's something to consider if you've got a creative friend. Um, I mean, you don't even have to go for an exhibition, do you? I can imagine, say, no. two creative people, if, if you don't want to go to that level of, you know, the big exhibition, you could have... I stand somewhere, you know, at these like craft fairs or a lo something local and you could just put, you know, a few pictures up each, couldn't you? But both be there for kind of moral support. That's a really good idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, you can teach new stuff to each other, can't you? To a creative friend, which is great because you pick, pick up little tips and it doesn't have to be anything really deep. It could just be like, have you tried this or why don't you try this? It's just giving someone else some ideas, isn't it? I think actually you can you can teach without even realising you're teaching or learn without even realising you're learning. It's like when we've been on our trips, sketching trips together, you know, how many times have we said to each other, oh, maybe, maybe if you didn't go quite so dark or you've said to me, you know, maybe um, try doing it with this pen or try this pen or try, I don't know, doing it this way. And it's, you pick up things from your arty friends without realising it in a way, don't you? You grow. Yeah. I think you would have scrapped that painting that got wet that we were talking about last time, wouldn't you? You know, the yeah. one you were drawing of the set, and you would have scrapped that. Um, yeah. And I you told saw you to keep it. In it. Yeah. That I didn't. Yeah. And yeah, now I kind of do. It's really funny, isn't it? Yeah. I know. And it's like, you didn't really see anything in my pot belly man. And I don't see anything in my pot belly man either because it's <laughs> rubbish. You do learn from each other. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Without, without you like opposite ones to me as well that I draw because uh, when we went to London, you liked my buildings, which I didn't like at all. I yeah. liked the people. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. it's a good way of sort of seeing what other people are seeing in yeah. your work that you don't necessarily see. Something you might. Mm. you might dump and just get rid of you think oh okay maybe there is worth me progressing this and trying it a little yeah. bit more yeah because I've never really been into doing buildings or backgrounds like as in like messy backgrounds like I, I I'll concentrate on a on a lamppost because I love the lamppost and I'll just indicate a little bit maybe a little wall at the bottom but then you'll be like oh I don't just indicate a bit background so along came a bridge and you loved that yeah you loved that my, more than the, my, the foreground um, both your that and that the bridge and the washy one with the car yeah. on they're my favorites i think yeah but the washy one with the car on as we said last time it was largely helped by the rain doesn't matter <laughs> doesn't matter though does do you know it? what though do you know what it made me think what i'm i'm gonna use my spray bottle next time oh, that's a good idea some water yeah. <laughs> just see what good happens idea. 
Especially for so, you, because you keep saying you want to do colour. Are you going to take your brush pens? Yes, I am taking my brush pens. Although I don't love those brush pens, you know. I, d- I don't mind them, but I I think I want to try watercolour. Yeah. You, you I mean, it's not like that, I, like I do. Yeah, it's not... Don't get me wrong, it's not like I've never drawn um, painted with watercolour before. I have, and I went moved on to oils. But for sketching, oils is absolutely no good. Um, you can't sketch with oils. Not not the kind of sketching we're talking about that goes in a book. Um, but I've got some really vibrant watercolours because one thing about watercolour is it does dry quite mu- a lot more pale, doesn't it, than when you put it on. So I've got those. I think they're Kohinoor. Is it Kohinoor? Oh, I don't um, know. They're, they're oh yes, I do. The little round yeah. ones. Yeah, they're really, really vibrant. Yeah, I love them. They're so supposed to be like I, inks, aren't they? More than watercolors. I they're believe. kind of yeah, a bit more like that. And I think so. I might bring those. I think rather than watercolors because I think I want to get a bit more punchy. If I'm going to do it, I, I want to go wild. The only <laughs> problem with those, those Koinot, and they're absolutely mm. brilliant for like traveling. I think if you've got like a table, yeah. Stuff. But if you're like if we're sitting somewhere. They're a bit fiddly because you've got all these different trays, haven't you? Yeah, that is tr- that is the downfall with those. Yeah, yeah there's always some sort of downfall, some yeah. always some sort of compromise, isn't there? There is. But you know, I, I do love the brush pens, but they're again they're very acidic. Yeah. And I know that they do. Um, when you water them down, obviously they pile up a bit, but they're still quite very unnatural looking. I, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think though the set you've got because you've got the stationary island ones, haven't you? Yeah, and it's quite a limited color palette, and you can well, get you more subtle you, colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can because you can you can mix say an orange with a blue to grey it down and stuff like that. So you can do that. But I think this time I just want to do it with watercolor and see what yeah, happens. I might do the watercolor as well. Yeah, we'll yeah. Can both come back with black and, and white. Can, <laughs> but but the, yeah, you can encourage each other to try new things, as we've been saying. Really, <laughs> just because, doing just now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I remember, for example, you you used to always sketch one thing on a page and then not even use the back page. So you, I'd be like, "Wow, you're wasting so much of your sketchbook." And then I suggested because I used to draw lots of different things in my sketchbook on the same page. I had quite a large sketchbook, but I'd do bits and pieces um all over the page and you you said oh, i couldn't do that and because what if i did something really rubbish on a page with something really good and i i said well my pages i've got sort of um i don't know lots of things on one page and in amongst it there'll be a gem you know yeah so you actually went when you went to devon you tried that didn't you you started yeah. you said to me oh i've actually i've actually done a page of various different things and um it was almost like like a, almost like a, a kind of journal of your day because you resisted it at first didn't you you were saying no I'm not doing that I'm not doing that I but know, you actually yeah. it was kind of like a visual diary of your day in little kind of snippets and um you really liked it in the end didn't you yeah well it had to be my idea you see not yours <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, not- you you got me to try that that chunky marker pen to sketch you with. You hate it, yeah. I absolutely hated it, and I still hate it. I have to say, um, but you also got me to um, get out my Japanese brush pen, um, which I never liked, and I'd used before. And I just didn't like it, and and I'm actually really glad that you did because I actually really love it now, and it's a kind of must have in my sketching kit. So sometimes it just takes a bit of encouragement from someone else, but you you need to find that someone else, I suppose. Yeah, and definitely if you want to look at the brush pen thing that you're, you're, Sandra's talking about, go and have a look at our Arctic Sundays because I absolutely love, you drew um, a woman, didn't you, 
with, yeah. with the brush pen. And it's really, really lovely because you're really good at really um, tight brush. I don't mean tight as in not flowing, but what I mean is you've got really good lines when you use your brush pen, which unlike me, I use it quite scruffily, but you've got, I think it's because you're so used to being very precise, aren't you, with your oil painting? You've got a really steady hand. Yeah, Just, I, I think I love the brush pen because, and I think about where I'm going thick and thin and, yeah. and I, I suppose you could call it a thoughtful line maybe, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, definitely. But I really, really enjoy the marks it makes now, but I think I'm going to use it more in my sketching a little bit more perhaps. Um, yeah. In London? Uh, yes, I yeah, think good. so. Yeah, we'll see. What you could also do is take a course at the same time, something you're both interested in. And me and Sandra tried this and I feel very guilty about it because I saw this course <laughs> online and I thought, oh, that looks really good. And we'd kept on saying that we were going to try doing something together. So because the idea being then we could kind of cheer each other on and, you know, offer each other tips as we're going along, wasn't it? So yeah. you said, yeah, that looks good. So we both tried it and we started it. And it cost and money. After a yeah, it cost money, Obviously. although it wasn't mega expensive, was it? <laughs> About £25 no, thank, or something, wasn't it? Th yeah, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> and after a few lessons, I was, well, I was hating it after about two lessons, and you hung <laughs> in there a little bit longer, didn't you? But you kept on sending me these well, messages. Well, only because you, you hadn't told me that you'd given up. <laughs> you, you, I was sending you this message that I'm not very keen on this, and you were sending me, me yeah, I'm not sure about it either, but you're, much, you're a much more positive person than me, so you were a much more positive at first and then we both said no we hate it <laughs> so it, we just weren't learning anything so no if you're gonna pick a course be very careful what you pick um well obviously you can't always tell like we couldn't but we didn't feel too bad because we both didn't like it but the awful thing would be if one one did and one didn't but yeah definitely definitely look at doing that and maybe places like skillshare are great for that because, you know, you could just sign up for a month, both do something and see how you get on. And if you've got someone who, like I say, lives nearby, you could actually do a creative course, um, you know, a, an actual one in a, in a brick and mortar room, do you yeah. know what I mean? So you could do that and join a little art group or something. That's always a good idea. Um, I have I never did that, but I did meet some people at a group like that years and years ago when I first sort of started drawing. Um, and that was good. Most towns have a like an art class or something but yeah that's another uh, idea but yeah the online ones just it's hard isn't it because you get snippets of what the course is about but it's really hard to know whether it's gonna be, be what, what you, you like until yeah. you actually do it I don't know I but, think yeah. I think we're not going to say what the course was no because, no, no, no because no. some people absolutely loved it loved it mm. so it was obviously just that it wasn't right for us it wasn't that it was a bad course <clears throat> it just didn't no oh suit. absolutely not no it's just that it wasn't yeah like you say it wasn't uh, wasn't really for us but you, we, we've been watching that urban sketching i found an urban sketching course that i really liked on i think i mentioned it my blueprint so you've been watching that as well haven't you yeah yeah i really enjoyed that yeah so i wish we'd done that at the same time it's a shame we didn't yeah yeah but I think that was that would have been a really good idea, but you just don't know, like you say, until you until you watch it, do you? But no. um, you can also collaborate on one project. So it might be that both of you work on one piece of art, and that could be interesting. Do you remember that game um, Hats we used to play as kids? Do you know is this one way one person would do the head, one person do the body, and all that stuff? So yeah, so what you do is. Um, you'd get this piece of paper and then one of you would draw say a hat it starts with a hat yeah and then you fold the bit of paper downwards 
and so that the hat can't be seen. And then the next person draws a um, a face and then they then fold that down. Yeah, so, so we, the head so we and get the, the gist. Face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so on and so on and so on. So basically in the end, and you can go around as many people as you like, but m- m- I remember me and my sister used to do it all the time. And um, And then what happens is at the end you open this person up, obviously when the last person's done the feet, and then you've got this... This bizarre being. <laughs> I mean, I remember once it was part octopus, <laughs> part head, you know, part human and part horse, and there's all sorts of things you can do. But it, I suppose I'm not really talking about actually doing a game of hats, but it's kind of the same con- concept, isn't it? We're not but, doing that in London, are we? When we go, no, on. no. But you know, obviously, painting one bit of art together isn't always practical. But there are lots of other things you could do. So. You could write a screenplay together or you could make silly videos together like Tara and I do for our Art Kick Sunday videos on YouTube. Um, You can make a podcast. Yes, yeah, like we do. You could write a story together. Um, We wrote a children's book together, didn't we? Um, Which we did for the February Fables Challenge. Um, And hopefully we will actually eventually get around to publishing this thing when I've finally finished illustrating it, which I've just... For the record, I will tell you now, I, re- I don't like illustrating. No? Okay. <laughs> Which is why we haven't had the book out yet. <laughs> but we, the way we did it, we did it so one of us would write 250 words and stop, and then the other one would write the next 250 words until we had our first draft. And, and I think it kept things really interesting because just when you thought you knew where the story was going, you know, it would take a whole new direction. So there's so many different things you could try and do together and collaborate. It's, it's one way of doing, you know, and you could, like I say, you can do that with someone you, you either know in the flesh or you've, you've met online. Do you remember that um, painting show? It was the one that Callum was on. I can't remember what it was yeah, called. Yeah, BBC's um, paint. Oh, what was it called? The big paint painting the challenge. Or yeah. No, no, no. Oh, okay. The, big painting the big challenge. painting challenge. Yeah. And, and they had to. I think it was on that one. Where they had to two of them get together for one of them and paint something between them. Was that that one? Yes. Remember, it was only yes. like an exercise. Well, I can yeah. always imagine me and you doing that. It would be an absolute <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> because I'd have covered the whole canvas and you'd have this little line going on on the other side, wouldn't you? Well, quite... yeah. I, I mean, sketching's different now, isn't it? Because I really, I do sketch really quickly yeah, now. Yeah, you but do, no, actually, paint, yeah. My, my paintings, um, yeah, I'm much more, I'm obviously, detailed, aren't I? And you're sort of like, yeah, yeah just get it, it down. On. <laughs> yeah. But no, sketching's different. But yeah, if you want to work on the same bit together, it's it could be a really interesting way of seeing what your painting could be <laughs> but but i have seen online i wish i'd got the website but there is a place where you can it's like an organization and they do collaborative sort of art projects so you have a load of artists and i don't know how many groups they're in like how many thing but they they all paint a joint picture so someone might start it off and then someone carries it on a bit like you were saying with the story i'll try and yeah. find the the web the web address to put on the show notes if I can but I yeah. remember seeing it before and thinking oh that's quite a clever idea be really weird because obviously they're not they're not painting anything in front of them it's all kind of more imaginative type yeah. stuff but very yeah. interesting because you can just imagine if someone who's got a completely kind of semi-abstract style and then you've got a real you know real realism painter it'd be, yeah. it'd be quite bizarre wouldn't it it really would yeah yeah it really would but we've also got people in our group haven't we that they all 
maybe collaborate. So someone's perhaps written a poem and then someone else does a sketch that goes with the poem. It may never have been intentional, but it kind of works out like that. And then they do that vice versa. Um, we've also got in our group a a guy called John F.R. Monroe, and he's actually just about to publish a book of poetry and short stories called A Century. And he's written quite a few of the short stories and the poems, but he's also got, uh, what do you call them, contributions from members of the Kicking the Creators group and also his Gorbals writing group. And he's going to launch that on the 5th of November. And what he's really hoping is that money raised by the book can be used to help fund other writers and illustrators. So that's a really lovely project that's, again, come about through these online connections he's made. And can you spell a century? Because it's not like a century. No, he's made up this word. Um, it's E-S-S-E-N-T-A-R-Y. And I'm guessing he'll be selling it on Amazon and all the usual places. And again, it's from 5th of November. And he said, because he couldn't afford fireworks, that he'd do it on that day. <laughs> <laughs> what a fan. <laughs> I didn't realise he did yeah. that. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, on our group as well, we've got an art swap, haven't we? That's another idea. So you could do an art swap or postcard swap. So we've got a lot of people um, in our group who do this. Um, so at the beginning of each month, anyone who wants to join puts their name forward on the post and then we pair them up, don't we? Well, it's actually, we usually put it through near, near the mid to end of the previous month. Yeah. And then we pair them up at the very beginning of the month. Yeah, and then they make a po- like a postcard piece um, size bit of art and then they post them to each other. And, you know, if anything, it's just so rare these days, isn't it, to get something handwritten or handmade in the post. <laughs> so getting a little piece of art, such a lovely thing. So that's something else you can do. Yeah, I mean, that was a project that was originally suggested by Kim Hine and Deb Sane, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant. And then sort really of good. we took it on and people seem to absolutely love it. So if anybody does want to join in with that postcard swap, that's all within the Kicking the Creatives Facebook group, which anyone can join you. You're very welcome if you want to do want to come and join that. Yeah. Um, and it was funny, actually, because I, I usually do the pairing up of that, don't I? Well, I yeah. always do the pairing up of that. Yeah. And... I paired people up last time and I managed to pair up a guy with the name of Pigeon or Pigeon. I never know how you pronounce it. I'll have to ask him. And Duck. So I managed to pair up <laughs> a Pigeon and, and a Duck. And I, <laughs> I also managed to pair up two people that had got paired up the time before. So did you do that purposely, the Pigeon no, I, and the I, Duck? No, no. <laughs> there's a random, there's a thing online where I can just put in all the names and say I want them paired into twos. And oh, it would it would just good. pair them up because obviously I don't want to pick people. No. I wanted I wanted to do it in a random manner. So yeah. It, it paired up <laughs> a pigeon. pigeon. Yeah, so, That's so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. I mean before we did kicking the creatives, we used to do little challenges as well, didn't we? And we've mentioned this a few times, I think, before, but we did a Does Alcohol Make You More Creative Challenge? Here's one to try with your friends. Um, and that was just testing out <laughs> the effect of alcohol on your creativity. So you try maybe drawing something before you've had a drink and then maybe after you've had a couple of glasses of wine. 
We're not talking getting maybe, drunk. Maybe we should have a yeah. Maybe we should have a little disclaimer here. Yeah. Please drink responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was it was just a few units, but it was just to try and yeah. see what the difference were. And we do, we do poems and all sorts, and that's actually what got what got me into drawing again, which is quite weird. Yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, but we yeah. also do, do other things like that, which I can't even think what we did. I know we used to set each other little challenges. We did poems and things like that, didn't we? Yeah, Adverts we did. and yeah, or was. I can't remember, but it's so long ago now. It feels like, yeah, it feels like forever, forever ago, actually, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, that was a uh, yeah, good another, fun time. Another thing you could do is actually take part in a creative challenge at the same time as a friend. Yeah. And I, I know I've seen Marsha Furman, who's on Instagram, and Rainy Day Reads on Instagram. They both worked on the same challenge at the same time. They, they tag each other in and say, oh, do you fancy working on this? I think they were working on one of our challenges at the time. Um, yeah. And so then they post it, but then they kind of co-promote each other's. They go, oh, yeah. go and, you see mine, now go and check out Rainy Day Reads, you know, that way, that way around, which is a nice idea, isn't it? Oh, I think that's a really good idea. And uh, more recently, we did something completely different, didn't we? And we exchanged a mystery box of art supplies to each other. So um, this was kind of inspired by those um, art subscription boxes. And we'd seen a few videos where people were opening them on on YouTube, but they forgot to unsubscribe. So they were getting like boxes and boxes of stuff. Um, But we set a budget, didn't we, of £5. And the idea was that we would... Um, have to create a piece of art using only the materials inside the box when we receive them and that was really good fun even though tara (laughs) she included she included children's wax crayons in my box (laughs) which i was not impressed with (laughs) but you also sent me some gouache which you Um, also hated yeah and i still don't know how to pronounce um gouache gouache whatever um and i i'd been meaning to try that for a while uh, and it forced me so far out of my comfort zone which which isn't a bad thing and we did a video didn't we made a video of what i made using all the materials in this art box that tara had sent me and um and i sent you some because you you'd said to me a few times you know i really kind of want to try painting again so i thought well knowing tara just ordinary paint she'll get bored of so let's try and find something a bit different that is still paint so i found her this stuff and it's oh what was it called tara can you remember pebio mixed media something or discovery set or something like that yeah and and in it it had um a, a sort of paints that do this weird thing like make honeycomb textures and things like that yeah, that there's right? all different. So some are like kind of glossy, glassy sort of effects. Some are honeycomb yeah. texture. I think some are kind of a metallic-y sort of thing. Depends which yeah. ones you get. But this set has got like one or two of each of the types just so you can try them out. And, and you made a video out of that one, didn't you? And apparently yeah. it absolutely stunk. Yeah, the stuff smelled like nail varnish. And I think it took, it took a day to dry, but it, my room stunk for about two days. And of course, until it was dry, I couldn't move the thing either but you did something really quirky with yours and that's another thing we've put on the videos haven't we so if you do want to check out what we did with our art boxes have a look at the videos but yeah that's another thing you can do you know between you i think it's a really good idea to do that and it's um it kind of forces you out the comfort zone again doesn't it yeah definitely i mean i don't think either of us would have chose those materials would we and quite frankly i will not be using wax crayons again (laughs) I probably won't be using gouache either. Do you know, I only bought you those gouache because that horrible course that we were doing, well, the one that we didn't like, Yeah, that was on the list, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it's on the list of things to do next. Should, should have. Uh, and, at that, and at that point, we weren't. We didn't know we were totally hating it. So um, no. I thought, oh, that that'll be. I'll get her those because at least you can use them afterwards. I'm trying to think what I did like in your box. I'll tell you what I loved about your box. What, the, qu- the Werther? No. Well, oh. yeah, the Werther inside, the toffee. Yeah. I also really like the box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the box was amazing. You'd done all this fancy box, didn't you? And I was just like, I sent yours in a jiffy bag. Yeah, I, lo- I loved your jiffy bag. It was beautiful. <laughs> well, at least you get to pop the bubbles. Yeah. Well, I didn't get any bubbles. Anyway, you can also just bounce off each other. Oh, God. <laughs> Not literally. Well, no, we haven't tried that one. Oh, but no. dear. Oh. <laughs> it's, so, it's so good to have someone who just understands what you do. You know, someone to chat to or get an opinion from when things just aren't going well, you know, in the sketchbook or on the canvas or in your studio or whatever. You know, sometimes that person can even see things that you're completely blind to because, you know, you've been staring at something for too long. Or sometimes they can motivate you when you feel like your mojo is just slipping away, which you will do from time to time. And, um, do you know, it, it takes me back to a time, I, I've spoken about this before, but in a very early podcast, so I will be brief, but a few years ago, you know about this, Tara, I'm, I set, well, myself and another artist from New York, her name was Suzanne Berry, she's an amazing artist, um, and we were in contact, we've been ch- chatting on and off, I think, for a couple of years, but then one day, we just sort of both completely lost our mojo um something about her email and my email we both kind of knew oh god we're in, in a dark place here you know things aren't aren't right so we decided we'd we'd try and do something about it and the way we did it is that we created this blog where we were kind of both joint admins and then what we would do is at the beginning of each month one of us would list out five words and then the other one would then get to choose one of those words and then both of us would have one month to produce a painting based on that one word and then we'd have to post it up on the blog by the end of the month and then the other person would choose the word the next time see what I mean so we kept that going for about a year totally did the job we were so productive I mean we were just doing little eight by eight paintings at the time but it was really good fun and you know we, we stopped doing it after a year because we just we weren't in that place anymore we we were sort of flowing again but that was a really fun thing to do with a friend um something else you can't do with you know someone who doesn't paint so but I do think as a creative person it is really important to have at least one creative friend whether online or in your direct circle of friends it can make all the difference I think to the directions you take and the things you do well what sort of paintings did she do was it similar type to yours or not I guess so um I mean we're very different but she I mean she was amazing her art um she she did she didn't have like a theme because I tend to sort of paint a lot of glass don't I and marbles and things like that and she kind of painted anything and everything but she was you'd have to look her up Suzanne Barry I think she still has a blog um but I'll tell you something else the people around you who don't paint or draw they will always think that what you do is awesome they'll always think you're really clever so sometimes it's actually not a bad thing to have another artist around who'll spot your weaknesses where you can't and vice versa because being told you're great all the time might feel really nice but it doesn't actually help you move forward whereas being encouraged to try something new or improve on an area that you're not quite as confident at that's so valuable I don't know though I mean Kevin won't say that's amazing 
He will say, no. he will He will look at it and he go, yeah, it's all right. You know, it's not your best. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, I, I suppose I don't mean like you, you're right because yeah. my immediate family wouldn't. I mean, my mum would, but that's what mums do. <laughs> but, but but Paul, um, yeah, he will say if he sees something, oh, I'm not, that's not your best. I remember I did... Um, I did a, a boiled egg um, with a piece of toast dipping into the, the egg. And I really like that painting. I've always really liked I it. I like that one as well. Yeah. But Paul says, yeah, not keen on the toast. No. <laughs> but do you know what? I even made the bread myself. I made what the bread. You? Cut it. Yeah. I Well, not, you know, it's a Perhaps bread machine. Perhaps because he tasted the bread because you're not known for your <laughs> no, cooking. No, it's a bread machine. Oh, yeah. You right. can't go. <laughs> but um, I think it was because what I did is... I cut the most perfect slice of toast and um, maybe he just thought it was too perfect. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe it yeah. wasn't burnt enough. Maybe he just realised that it wasn't really, you know, didn't relate to me because my toast is usually burnt. So yeah. I yeah. really like that. Did you sell that one? Do you know, that's still up for sale. And I'll tell you what, it's one of my favourites and I really like it. It's only little, but I just have always really liked that painting. I don't know what it is about it. But yeah, he just sort of said, no, not my favourite. That will sell at this um, exhibition, won't it? You're going to take it to that? Yeah, yeah, I will. And I did another another painting, which was two Coke bottles years ago. Well, that wasn't years ago, actually. It's probably about three years ago. And I loved that one as well. That was a big painting. So the sky, the sky behind it. Yeah, yeah. And, And everyone really liked that painting and then my dad went no that's not my favorite it's not oh. the best you've done and I thought oh <laughs> so it just shows doesn't it that everyone likes really different things yeah, it's just Complete. opinion isn't it most yeah. of it yeah. I mean I guess there is certain things that you could look at something and say yeah that's not right you yeah. know if it's really weird or something yeah. but other things are just like yeah I like that or I don't like that and there's, yeah. there's no real rhyme or reason is there no but basically you get getting back to the whole you know just having a a creative friend to chat to we do that quite often don't we sometimes you know I've you've felt like you've lost your mojo or I felt I've lost mine and we've had a good old chat when we've been walking a dog and you sort of feel motivated again so it's really nice whereas somebody who doesn't do what you do they don't really understand what it feels like to be going through a dry spell do you know what I mean no they don't get it and it's like you think you'd just be able to draw and that's it it's yeah. not like you go through these kind of ups and downs, don't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We yeah. also had some suggestions, didn't we, in our Facebook group for fun things that you can do with a creative friend. So we're going to read out a few of those. I think you've got the first one. Yeah, I've got John Munro setting up creative collaborations, writers and illustrators slash artists. I've been doing these and I've had so much fun, but it needs to be done with some understanding and kindness from both parties. Oh, yeah, it can be really tricky, can't it? Because you, you, if you're trying to do something that's a collaboration, you want mm. it to be good, but mm. then you don't want to knock someone down, do you? No. And I thought it's funny because I seem to have got two um, under my list for some reason. I'm reading two out. Uh, never mind. Oh, Actually, I've got oh, three. Well, no. <laughs> oh, I no, Col- oh, no. Colin Pigeon, you're doing, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, okay, I haven't got Tara written there. I've got Sandra, oh, Sandra, and okay. Sandra. <laughs> All right, I have. So okay. anyway, I've I've got Colin Pigeon or Pigeon. Let me know, Colin, please. I have a literary <laughs> knittery. I read passages from favourite books while my wife, friends, and our kids paint, knit, or crocheted. Oh, that sounds amazing. Imagine that, having a whole family involved in a creative day. Lovely. Um, Nick Tay Tay West, doodling together on a piece. I suppose that could be taking us back to hats again. 
Yeah, and then I've got Nia Edmonds. She says, myself and my best friend get all pastels out and some paper, and we both doodle on the paper to create shapes that are bold, to practice shape and form. Mumsy Savo, visiting local open studios in my local area. You get to see the work and meet the artist who produced it. Do you know, I haven't done that. There are some local ones sometimes. I'll have to go and have a look around. Right, I've got Deb Armstrong. She says, our photo club goes to out into local places. I've learned more in these small group settings than anywhere else. And do you know what? The woman I met recently when I went urban sketching, it was just me and her, and she's from the Northampton Urban Sketches yeah. group. Yeah. And she was saying that she's been along some of the urban sketches, the Northampton Urban Sketches, and sometimes she hasn't even painted. She's just watched and like taken it in, what other people are doing to try and pick up tips and she says she's learned so much purely by watching and talking to them i actually agree with that there would be a part of me yeah who would be torn on that kind of trip just to watch everyone else or just do it myself because you can get so much out of watching someone can't you yeah especially if they're quite a bit above you especially mm, yeah i mean like I, that's why i love those programs it's actually started um i think it was it this week landscape artists of the years back on yeah i'm not so keen on the landscape one no well i'm not i still watch it but because i'm not a landscape painter you know it's not as appealing to me as the portrait one even though really i don't do portraits to be honest but there's something about the portrait one i I love more but um that landscape one it starts this week and i've i've recorded it and um i always find that i have one favorite and obviously you only see snippets of how they're going about it and i think oh, i wish i could see the whole thing imagine you know how much you learn from just watching someone do an entire painting but... yeah, i think someone local to me i saw her in a you know village facebook group the other day that she's mm. i don't know if she's going to be on the telly but she's obviously been in the competition oh that's so interesting you should say that because there's a guy that i've been in contact with um his name's james and um he uh I think he did the same course as I did years and years and years ago, if I remember it, because I'm sure that's how we connected. Um, I'm sure he's not listening, but if he happened to be, I'd love him to correct me if I'm wrong. But um, I uh, spoke to him, or I didn't speak to him, I commented on something the other day because he put on um, Instagram that he is going to be in episode six, I believe he said, of Landscape Artists of the Year. So oh, I can't right. wait. That's yeah, I was good. so chuffed for him. I thought, how brilliant. Oh, is how this brilliant. the guy you've told me about before who paints these things and he does them really quickly? And no. He's, oh, there's no, one that no. you told me who paints fairly quickly. He sells them for a really reasonable price. Oh, no, that's Steve, Steve ah, Sanderson. Right. No, no, no. No, his name is James. I think it's James Mercher. But no, I'm, I'm going to look out for him because he's really good. Very good at what he does. Um, I have got Jewel Mulder. She says, um, is it she says? It's J-U-U-L. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more of a loner. Being creative together would be a big challenge, I guess. I think some people are like that, aren't they? Yeah, it sounds like me and Kevin in yeah. a study, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right, and we're going to read out the answers to our previous question. And the question was, what subjects do you tend to avoid sketching and why? Now, I'm sure we've had this before and we've forgotten. It rings a bell, but never mind. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have obviously an Instagram name, Division U. People, because there's rules to making them look right. Now, I think there's rules to making everything look right, but you can break any that you want. Yeah, yeah. I've got Colin Pigeon or Pigeon again. I'm going to have to give him to you next time. I think we should just say Pigeon because it's more fun. (laughs) Anything different. It takes back to Mrs. Bouquet or Mrs. Bucket. That's true, yeah. (laughs) Okay, and he says, anything difficult? 
hands, faces, animals. I'm all for easy lines and block colours. Now, not everybody would say that, you see, because I would say the opposite. Yeah. And, and another one, Marcia Furman, people. Avoid it like the plague. It seems that people were quite a popular answer here, yeah. I think. Yeah, and I'm surprised by Marcia because she does some lovely stuff. And I know she does, I've seen her do birds and butterflies, and she, she does yeah. some quite organic stuff. So I'm yeah. surprised she doesn't like doing people. Yeah. Then we've got Angie Safford, and she says, the human body and animals, except birds, because I'm really bad at it. Um, Angela Murphy says, landscapes, give me a face any day. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Yeah, I'll go along with that too. And then we've got Gabriella Pop, and she says, flowers, trees, landscapes. Started some urban sketches. I think I have to exercise. I think she means, I don't think she means jumpy jacks. I think she means do some more. (laughs) But flowers are not my thing. Um, I've got Mumsy Savo landscapes and seascapes and flowers for me never look like I mean them to. And I've got Nell Cummins. She has no landscapes for me, so landscape seems quite popular as well. Mm. Cityscapes, people, flowers, patterns, children, characters, random things like cars, buildings, toys, etc. All good, but landscapes, nope. Isn't it funny? Now, I, I quite like the idea of drawing cityscapes which i've only just realized in the last month or so i've yeah. got i'm taking a bit of an interest in maybe drawing buildings whereas i never wanted to before it's the landscapes where you're on a farm gazing over a gate and there's cows and sheep i just find that beautiful to look at and from the eyes but i do not want to paint it it just doesn't inspire me to paint it or draw it at all isn't that funny no and beautiful to look at when someone else has done it as well painted it oh fantastic oh, i but, love yeah. looking at other people's i but just don't don't find it inspiring no, for me. No. Me neither. It's like someone said, actually, oh, I wish I could remember about trees always looking like cotton wool or something. You know, when you draw loads yeah. of them like on a landscape. Okay. Um, Bradley Bergen, people again. <laughs> they seldom resemble people, but that comes with practice at the end of the day, doesn't it? So yeah. keep at it. I've got Shemaine Boggs. Children, mine tend to look older than they really are. So this month I'm challenging myself to do more drawings for my grandsons. And I know what she means. I've done that before. I've drawn, I've drawn a child and they perhaps look like about three and they end up looking about seven or eight. <laughs> the secret's in the size of the head, I think, isn't it? And the size of the eyes in relation, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, because the children, the younger they are, the bigger their head yeah. is in proportion to their bodies. And I think it's when people draw draw a three-year-old and they, they're using the proportions that you would for an adult. That's why that often happens, I think. But yeah. I've got Teresa Joliffe Cameron. She says, animals, I struggle with not having stick men or outline style animals. Perhaps you should make one. Yeah. I've got art jump by Jackie P. Animals. I can draw just about anything, I think, but my animals all seem to look like squished plus symbols. I need lots of practice. The problem is there are so many of them, all different. I wish there was a common formula to follow, to pick them quickly and accurately. And I've got Kim Hine, landscapes for me too, which sucks because I'm always camping in some great places. And this week I'm going to be in Bali, oh, among lush tropical forests and rice paddle rice paddles rice paddies sorry (laughs) so many things i'm missing out on firstly kim barley is definitely on my bucket list of places to go i really want to go there and paul and i've been talking about that recently actually and secondly i know what you mean paul absolutely loves fly fishing and he fishes in some stunning amazing landscapes so it's a real shame i don't enjoy painting landscapes because it would be ideal wouldn't it he could fish and i could paint him fishing yeah kevin and i were talking about bucket lists actually the other day he said oh because i'm going to be 50 soon and he said um you know 
I ought to have one. So then I was racking my brains. Uh, so basically, you, <laughs> just because he's 50, he thinks, right, I better I better start doing stuff. <laughs> no, he said to me, I'm going to be 50. Well, so you're he, not. You're, you're 48. No, no, I'm 49. Oh, I'm 48. So how's yeah, that? We're the same age. You're, you're a year younger than me. Oh, I'm going to rub that in now. A year yeah. and a half. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, so he said, oh, you ought to have a bucket list of things you want to do. Yeah. You know what's going to happen on your 50th birthday? It's going to kill me. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> what What happens apparently on your 50th birthday what? is that, that you get two leaflets through your door. One is from a funeral director's oh, and, no. one, and one is for Stanna chairlifts. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, Stanna chairlift could be quite fun though, couldn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you've got that to look forward to. Yeah. (laughs) Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Um, Yeah, that's that's not on my bucket list, funnily enough. (laughs) (laughs) What? what, Where are we? (laughs) You've got got Jill Mulder, haven't you? I have, yeah. Sorry. Go on. Eyes in a face. So maybe not eyes on their own. I don't know. Not not only in a sketch, but also in sculpting. Now, I don't know if she means sculpting. In and she's bad at typing like me or scorping <laughs> is like you know that scorpy clay so i'm not sure about that oh one. no i don't know then no. it could actually either could work yeah so i've got mary flynn people i just can't seem to get the proportions correct and buildings because i suck at perspective but the thing is mary as long as you observe the angles that you see in front of you then your perspective should be right so don't be put off by that scary word which is perspective yeah i mean just- T- tell you what, I was watching some videos on perspective while I, while I was on holiday, just like you do, you know. And um, I, I tell you what, all of them explain it, and you still think, okay, what? but yeah. what if, you know, like, it's like, yeah. yeah, okay, I get it from what you're saying, but then what if there's a hill and the road goes down? That slightly mm. messes up the theory, doesn't it? So I think, like you, yes, you can know, okay, there's this vanishing point or multiple vanishing points or whatever. But it, when you look real world and things are up and downhill and, you know, it all kind of knocks things out a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, I think the secret is just literally looking yeah, and observing what's in front of you because, yeah, I agree. I, I do think people are often quite worried about perspective, but as long as they actually look... That's all that's really needed. But it's, it does help to have a basic understanding of it, obviously. Yeah, of course. But also, I think if it's a bit quirky and it's a little bit off, as long as it's not, you know, meant to be as highly technical, detailed drawing, yeah. does it matter? No. If no. you're an architect, then yeah. Yeah. But yeah. No. no. Right, is it me? It is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Stacey Wilder, and she says, buildings, anything with structure and straight lines. And we have a brand new question for you, which is, what is the craziest creative thing you've ever done or would like to do with a creative friend? So, Tara, what is the craziest creative thing you have ever done or would like to do with a creative friend? Well, I prepared this one because I knew you would ask me. So I'd like to wear stupid costumes and make silly videos. Done that already, haven't I? Yeah, quite yeah. quite a lot of times. So yeah. what? No, that was oh, it. I see. So what about what you would like to do that you haven't? Then there's a there's a question. Uh, nothing really. Yeah. Very boring. <laughs> what about you? So I seem you prepared something since you're asking me. Uh, the craziest thing I've 
ever done is probably making a video on the toilet and in the bath. Yeah, see, um, it's exactly the same for thing. Our, for our Silly Art Kick Sunday videos. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the craziest thing I'd like to do? Hmm. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to put some thought into this and maybe I'll answer that next time. Okay. Yeah. Well, when I've forgotten. <laughs> yeah. When we're reading out everyone else's All right. answers. Yeah. Okay. I'll try and think of something as well. Um, as always, you can tweet us your answers at Kit Creators or let us know in the Facebook group, which if you haven't joined, I suggest you do. We will put the question up there and also on the Facebook page. And of course, on Instagram, which is Kick in the Creatives. And don't forget to pop over to our website at kickinthecreatives.com to find out how you can take part in some of our upcoming creative challenges. And of course, there you can also subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you are enjoying the podcast, we would be so grateful if you'd just leave us a little review on iTunes or even just a star rating if you don't have much time. Okay, so our latest review is from Miriam Shulman. And the title is Charming and Inspirational. I think I'm the charming one. I don't know. Maybe I'll be the inspirational one. Which one do you want to be? Oh, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm charming and inspirational and you're just kind of... I'm just... I don't know. You're just... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she says, I could listen to these ladies with their English accent talk about art all day. They're hilarious. Thanks for putting out a quality pot podcast from the from the other oh god i've got to read that bit again she was talking about our great english and you can't even speak i know <laughs> i could listen to these ladies with their english accents talk about art all day <laughs> <laughs> they're hilarious thanks for putting out a quality podcast from the other side of the pond and that's from at shulman art of the inspiration place podcast oh thank you so much yes, we really appreciate you. that thank you <laughs> Also, don't forget to check out and subscribe to our weekly YouTube videos. They're called Art Geek Sundays. Videos are lighthearted and fun, but also genuinely informative too. So if you want to chuckle, check out the ones we've aired so far. And also, if you do enjoy what we do and you would like to help us here at um, Kicking the Creatives, you can now support us by buying us a cup of coffee. And you can find the link to that on our website. And anyone who buys us a coffee, we will post a photograph of ourselves with a foam throffy moustache just for you as a thank you. Yes, thank you for that. And obviously, everybody would want one of those. <laughs> And we will be doing a future podcast called Ask Us Anything. If you're in our Facebook group, you'll see there's a question in the announcements. And basically, you can ask us anything, sensible, silly, whatever you like. Just keep it relatively clean. Um, and then what we're going to do is just open it so it will be very ad-lib because we won't have seen them much beforehand. So, yeah, that will be coming up soon. I'm not sure when we're going to wear that. Maybe Christmas would be a good time for that one. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, I, I love that you use the words relatively. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we'll, we'll, we'll chat again soon. Okay, see ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, perhaps you'd like to share it and leave a review for us on iTunes. Back soon. Is it me? It is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Stacey Wilder, and she says, buildings, anything with structure and straight lines. Excuse me. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just sneezed. Oh, God, you've got such a lovely little sneeze compared to I was, mine. I was trying so hard to, to not do it that it sort of came out in a little...
You're like, like, it's like a squeak. <laughs> You're like a little animal. Can you say that again? It's a squeak, like a little animal. No, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know what you mean now. Say it, say it. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll start that bit again. Uh, sorry, sorry. Oh, uh, uh, is it me? Uh, no, is it me? Oh, um, I don't know. You just, no, it's me. It's me. We're not doing very well here, are we? 